Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to It Is Well Wednesdays. And today we're going to talk about love and relationships. And we're going to dig into the word while talking about love and relationships. So to start this thing off, beautiful, could you give us a prayer? Absolutely. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just praise you and we honor you, Lord God. We ask that you come into our lives, Lord, and be at the forefront of everything that we do, Lord. We ask that we follow your example on how to love people, Lord God. And we ask right now, Lord God, that you just continue to walk with us through this thing we call life, Lord. Uh, we love you. We praise you. We honor you. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, family. So we're going to talk about love today. Yes. God is love. Yes. First off, God is love, right? Um, True love. (laughs) True love is a reflection of God. We should be mirroring Christ. We should be mirroring what he does. Um, And the thing about love is it's not a lot of times what people think it is. A lot of people think that love is like you know, butterflies and how somebody makes you feel. And I kind of actually talked about this in a conference before. Um, But love is not a feeling. It's actually a choice. You choose to love people because if we're honest, if we loved people based on how we're feeling in that moment or throughout the day or whatever, then a lot of times we wouldn't do anything. We wouldn't be compassionate. We wouldn't show affection to them. We wouldn't, you know, serve them and help them out or whatever. So we have to actively choose to love people. Um, God talks that talks about how love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, it does not boast. All those things are encompassed in love, but most of the time we don't follow it. And we have to make sure that we're, you know, dying of our flesh so that we can be a reflection of Christ's love. If you look in um, Ephesians 4 and 2, It says, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Did you hear one of the words I said? Be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about that P word that we do not (laughs) like to follow, patience. What they saying, uh, yeah. dream girls? Oh, patience, little sister, <laughs> right? Oh, I, love <laughs> I, love, I love a good musical, but we don't like to be patient. We don't like to wait. We are in a time in our lives and a period in our lives where everything is so quick Microwavable. that it's kind <laughs> of like molding and shaping us to be an impatient society, right? But when you're in Christ, he requires us to be the exact opposite. He requires us to be patient, you know? And if you want to have a successful relationship, whether it be, you know, business or, you know, significant others, spouses or whatever, you will have to be patient with someone at some point, okay? It doesn't always feel good to be patient because we're like, I want what I want, I want what I want. Now you're getting on my nerves. Um, I don't want to listen to what you have to say. I don't want to care about your feelings. Da, 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 da. That's how our flesh wants to respond. But being patient actually truly grows us. The reason why God puts us in situations that test our patience is that so that he can mold and shape us into a better reflection of Christ. Building and ultimately, character. yeah, it's building our character. And it's, and it's ultimately our goal is to be a better reflection of Christ, right? Another thing is it helps keep the peace. So I'll give you an example of me and Mel. When we first got married, um, 
Lord Jesus knows. <laughs> Our patients was tested a lot, okay? <laughs> and my husband was one of those people where he likes to um, talk a lot. My husband loves to talk. We're <laughs> the exact, yeah, we're, yes, we are actually the opposite. Most people think the woman is the one who wants to talk all the time. Not in our relationship. Mel is the talker. He will talk you from sunup to sundown if you give him the opportunity. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whereas me, I want times in my day where there's just quiet, peace and quiet. I am so content just not saying anything for hours, actually, sometimes. Yeah. And he'll be like, uh, are you still alive? And I'm like, I'm happy. I'm I was good. like, say I'm something. He's like, please talk to me. <laughs> um, but when he would talk, he would talk, he would talk. I remember I was like, one time I was like, babe, can you just please be quiet? Like, and that hurt his feelings because <laughs> that hurt his feelings because for him, talking was a way for him to connect with me. Um, it was a way for him to feel close to me. And I was just so worried about how I was feeling at the time that I wasn't caring about how he felt, you know? Um, but over time, I've learned that's just him and his personality. Now, do we have times where he'll give me space and he'll be like, okay, like you go in the room and do what you want to do. I'll be out here, you know, reading or playing the game or whatever he wants to do. We do that. We found a compromise, but that doesn't change the fact that he still loves to talk. So when he does have those times where he wants to continuously talk, I'm patient with him. I'm understanding, you know, and that also gives him a safe space. You want your partner to have a safe space. You want them to feel like excuse me, you want them to feel like what they say matters, right? And also it just helps keep the peace. Like I said before, you know, it it's easier for someone to um, trust you, to feel comfortable with you and to tell you how they feel when they know that you respect how they feel and when you're coming at them in a kind way. So would you like to elaborate also, babe? All right, so when I think about patience, it makes me think about grace, mm -hmm. okay? So we think about God, it makes you think about how like you have to give uh others the grace that god gives you right and so when i think about when you're in a situation like with me and uh my wife right here like how when something happens and you're kind of like you know if that was me like if you all right let's say in every situation there's like uh two different sides of the story like or like you're coming from two different perspectives two different point of views and so a lot of times you have to like put yourself in that person's shoes and be like if i was in that situation what kind of grace would I want to receive? It's mm -hmm. kind of like when somebody's down or yeah. they, they fail, they make a mistake in life. You're kind of like, if I was them, what kind of grace would I want to receive? So that's how you have to be with one another when you know when you're in a relationship in love, that you have to give others the grace that you want to receive. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that's important. And another thing too that I think is very important too, that I was thinking about too, is about how when it comes to uh not making someone how, how do you explain it? Like um, I'm trying to think like. You were talking about uh, what? What was it? You were talking about the thing with the uh, how how I like to talk a lot and how you don't like to talk a lot. Mm -hmm. And so the thing when it comes to that is seeing how like you know, not expecting that from so that's what it is. Ah, thank you, God. <laughs> that's what it is. Not expecting uh, you from the other person, basically. So just like I think that's the thing too. So so first is grace and it's empathy. And it's, so when it comes to like empathy, means not expecting you from the other person so like how like me i like to talk a lot well empathy really is like feeling being able to relate to the person's situation and feeling what they've been through true you know so, what i'm saying so what you mean like 
Because when you talk about like being empathetic towards somebody, it's like you feel what they feel because you've also experienced it versus like, you know, you have sympathetic towards somebody, you feel for them or whatever, but you haven't actually experienced exactly what they've experienced. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't know, kind of confused now. But anyway, anyway, what I was saying is, yeah, I'll take the empathy out of it. Let's just say not expecting like a, uh, you from the other person so like that allows you to be more patient with them because you're not a lot of times i think what causes us to uh clash i can say that happened a lot a lot of times with us is that you're kind of expecting you from them so like if i talk a lot and uh she doesn't talk a lot and i'm like talk 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 that could cause a clash because i'm expecting me from her and vice versa that i talk a lot she doesn't talk a lot so so that would be her expecting uh her from me you know what i'm saying so that comes to like it all kind of goes together as far as like showing each other the grace that we want to receive. So in that situation, we, we wouldn't want somebody to, I guess, be pressuring us to put that pressure on us to be like, oh man, I got to fall in line or be this way for this person. You kind of give yourself leeway to, like she said, it gives you that open space. It's like you can be open and go to each other in an open you know, environment. Absolutely, for sure. And I think another thing about being in an open space is remembering that the way you talk to someone is key. So it's okay to disagree. You're not going to agree with, you know, someone you're in a relationship with or human beings, period, all the time. It's okay to agree to disagree, but you have to make sure that you're watching how you're saying what you're saying. So like, you know, if I was like, you know, babe, uh, I don't know, what's an example? Uh, you you fresh sometimes when you do x y and z it does you know frustrate me or whatever versus i can't stand you you always doing this you always doing that da, 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 da. because when you do that when you're fussing at somebody they're automatically closing their ears off to you and now they're in defense mode right so it's 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 very important to speak with love like like ephesians 4 2 say be, be completely humble and gentle be gentle you can still get your point across and, you know, articulate how you're feeling, but don't be nasty or, you know, like cursing them out or yelling at them or even um, ignoring them and walking out. And that's I'm going to be completely transparent. That was something I struggle with as far as like um, it, walking away. She'd be bailing on me, y'all. <laughs> no, she's not just joking. I'm just OK, joking. that's that's a little dramatic. I wasn't just bailing on joking. him. I didn't just like get in the car and like leave. Just, it's not like that. I was joking. I, I struggled, that actually leads to something else, too. But I struggled um, with I'm one of those people where like if I don't feel like I have to uh, like deal with a certain situation, I'll remove myself from it and just be like, I'm done with it. It's over. You know, and so that bled into our marriage in a sense of when we were having conversations and Mel, you know, before he grew, he was very like, he could be very like, ah, aggressive when he was frustrated. Right. And so I would just be like, oh, you, you getting loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like, like, you're uh, abandoning me. Yeah. And he's like, you're abandoning me. But those are things you need like, to work on healing. <laughs> before anyway that's a whole nother topic um and god had to god convicted me because he was like every time there's confrontation and you feel like you don't like what's going on you can't walk out and i was like but god he's talking to me like this and he was like i need you to be gentle i need you to be patient and i realized 
when I would actually have the conversation with him and I would be vulnerable and express how I was feeling, it actually ended up going a lot better. It actually calmed him down and we were able to have a dialogue that actually um, grew us and made us stronger. So people think that walking out is gonna solve the problem when in reality, it's just another way of fighting, but just not fair. Yeah, it's just not, it's not a a fair fight. and the thing is, the, the more you develop a relationship with God, the more the whole you'll hear the Holy Spirit saying, stop. He'll convict your pride. Ooh, another P word. We are we can be easily full of pride and pride leads to destruction. There are so I many relationships. That, <laughs> I just had to get it in there. Oh, my gosh. There are so many relationships that have failed because of pride. Because you want to be right, because you don't want to have that conversation. Those tough conversations are necessary. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to block your blessing just because you want to have the last word or you want to feel right. Like that's I can think about babe, think about how many times in our relationship we're like. We will be so mad at each other. I'd be in the living room or he'd be in the living Temptation. room, bedroom or whatever. I wanted to say the last thing. And deep down inside, I'll be like, I want to be near him, but I'm not going to make the first move. Like, he's going to have to come over here. He's going to have to apologize first. And the Holy Spirit would be like, no, you're going to apologize. I'm like, but God, I didn't even do anything. He started it. He's like, I don't care. Because I need this relationship to work out. I've ordained you guys to be together. I, I built this covenant. So for this covenant to work, you're going to have to put your pride to the side and make it work. I was like, man, man. he was like, Abriana. He was like, you know, you love him. (laughs) So like I said, get rid of that pride. That pride will, that pride will destroy something that God has for you quick, quick. Even thinking about, um, in Daniel that I forgot the King's name, but he was so full of pride and God humbled him real quick. Real so thing. humble yourself before God has to humble you because you don't want him to do it because ooh, Jesus. Listen, <laughs> if you don't do your job, God will do your job for you. You don't want him to do it. <laughs> Listen, but another thing uh, that I thought that was uh, very dope that I feel like we just recently, us, you know, together have learned is that uh, when each other grows, like, well, I'm trying to think of the situation. Like, I, there was something I was I actually telling her not too long ago about how, like, when you realize each other's growth, so like, you know how like we grow over time, like we've been through like different situations. So like over time, acknowledging each other's like growth, like I'm really proud of you that, you know, you really have, well, I've seen you evolve, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that makes that person want to do that even more. Like, wow, like I'm actually, I've excelled here. I've, I've seen where like where you were before and where you are now. Like yeah. when you get that acknowledgement of each other's like growth, it helps each other want to do it even more. Like I want to, you know, embrace that growth. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, that, that is that is something we just really um actually really got to get really worked on because <laughs> yeah. you realize, especially like when you think about like the love languages and it's like you know, words of affirmation and acts of service and physical touch, et cetera, et cetera. You know, for some people, like my husband, for example, he's a words of affirmation guy. You have to affirm, 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 affirm this man. Okay, that's what touches his heart. That's what he needs, right? So if he does something and I see his growth and I'm like, baby, I'm so proud of you. You are amazing. I've seen the growth from when this day from that day. You know what I'm saying? I'm so proud of you. I'm so, you are such an amazing man. You were just incredible. 
you know, that means a lot to him. So it's important to show your spouse, you know, or your significant other or whatever, that you see them and that um, you're proud of them because that speaks to them. That makes them feel loved. Um, and I think you also have to remember that a lot of times in relationships, like it's not about you. Like we are some of the most selfish beings <laughs> on the planet by nature. But God calls us to, to serve and to sacrifice. True love really is sacrifice. Think about John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God's greatest act of love was sacrificing yeah, his son who died for us. So start asking God to give you a servant's heart. Now, of course, when you're single and you're not married, Serving is a little different than when you are married. Like there are things that you should not be doing in your single life that you are only supposed to be doing in your married life. Okay. We have to stop giving our boyfriend and girlfriends the title of husband and wife when that is not a covenant yet, or it might not ever be a covenant. Um, so be careful with that. Okay. There's, there's certain responsibilities that a husband and wife have that you should not be placing on your boyfriend and girlfriend. That's a And never- also don't feel pressured to do something. You feel yeah. like. That's not your husband or your wife. So don't feel like, oh, man, I feel like I got to do this for them. And that's not your husband or your wife. Yep. Yep. You should not be pressuring anybody to um, fulfill the role of a spouse. You should not. Um, But yeah, so just remember, like, to love, first of all, love everyone. Love your neighbor as yourself. Be kind, be humble, be gentle. Remember to serve, remember to sacrifice, remember to allow the Holy Spirit to to get you right, to control your flesh. Because one of the most powerful things you can do is deny your flesh. It hurts, it does not always feel good, but it's worth it in the end. And, And God has so many blessings for you that you want. So don't block them, do not block them. Um. Yeah, and just just be be about love. Just love people. Love people. And the last thing I had to say too was like we're all in this together. So I know like like we were talking about (laughs) I don't like what she was saying, how like it's it's a struggle. So like those are the things that we've been through. Like we all have like our internal struggles. Like Ephesians 6 12 says we're like it's we're not fighting against flesh and blood, we're fighting against you know principalities. So like we all have that, you know battle that we have going on inside so we're all in this together to help one another like i said so just like i was talking about before when it came to grace like you know helping your brother or helping your sister when they're down like that's that's showing them love because we all have that struggle so we're all in here we're all in this together to help you know what they say what they say iron sharpens iron you know sure what i'm saying is. so that's what we're here for all right so baby will you pray us out yes lord <laughs> all right I ask that you uh, come help us like love like you do. Help us so help us show grace like you do. Help us um, build one another up like you do. Help us glorify you in any and every way, and uh, let us to be a light in the world so that we can um, build it, so that we can build each other up and show each other the love that you would want us to show to others. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. As usual, guys, we love you. If you need prayer requests, please send them into our inbox. Um, Have a great and blessed night. We love you guys. Bye.